she's pouring from the sky. Stash some chips up. No fear of missing out. I'm about to dip and flip. What? Now pump it up and double up is what we hit. What? 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 This is it. What? Satoshi's pouring from the sky. Stash some chips up. No fear of missing out. I'm about to dip and flip. What? Welcome to 21ism.com, sound culture renaissance. We curate, craft, and amplify Bitcoin-inspired creativity. Featuring in this month's video block is simply Bitcoin. Your boys, Nico and Coinicarriers, are repping here today. Uh, you will, of course, know them from Twitter, um, from their shitposting and various antics. Uh, as well as their brilliant YouTube show, Simply Bitcoin, that seems to be going from strength to strength. They really have come on. Um, most recently, you will have seen Nico in Miami at the conference. And uh, yeah, man, look forward to hearing about all of that. Speaking to them is self-banked. Hope you enjoy. Guys, it's great to have you here. And to Nico and Phil. Thank you so much. It's great to have this opportunity to talk with you both. I'm very grateful personally to you both. Uh, you've been a part of my journey with Bitcoin from the very start. Uh, and so, Phil, I was on your pod in 2019, the first pod. You popped my pod cherry. And then, Nico, I was on yours after that 21ism comic launch, which was incredible too. Really grateful for those opportunities. So it's cool to have you here. I love what you guys do, the energy and the passion that you bring to pleb culture is what it's all about for me. This is the community. This is the Bitcoin community. Nico, your statements from the Miami conference ignited a lot of fire in me. It was it was awesome, man. I, I, I loved that maximalist concession that you did. And, and also the discussion you had about kind of simply Bitcoin, I thought was excellent, which is one of the reasons that we're here now. The mission that you've got with the YouTube channel, it's high production. You've got the bells and whistles and your mission is to not stop until all shitcoin scammy YouTube shows are dead. Well, I, I want to say it's our mission because uh, simply Bitcoin would not be simply Bitcoin without uh, without Phil. So it's it's our creation, it's our baby, and yeah, man, listen, look, we are living through an information war, right? Mm -hmm. I think kinetic wars since the invention of the atomic bomb, kinetic wars between nation states. I really don't see them happening as often or if not the 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 thing of who the hell wants to nuke each other right so i think kinetic wars are done and i think we're moving towards more of who controls the information right mm -hmm. and i think it's so important to have this oppositional voice that's not bought by the establishment whether that's the bitcoin establishment or the mainstream establishment and i think that's why it's so important for ind independent content creators like ourselves to try to get the signal out and more importantly, try to get the truth out, right? Because we're living in a world right now where you cannot rely, I mean, you could never have relied on the mainstream media, but it's become apparent that these people are obviously selling a narrative. They're not telling the truth. They want people to believe 
a narrative. They want people to live in fear, right? You see this with, uh, you know, the recent propaganda with uh, the Build Back Better, the ESG, the it's whatever. Mm-hmm. And listen, look, I don't know if it's because I come from Venezuela and I saw the country just decline, right, um, over a period of 20 years from being one of the wealthiest countries in, in Latin America and South America to one of, you know, the poorest Um, it's, I see it happening, but on a global scale, right? Mm -hmm. And it's absolutely Mm -hmm. terrifying, right? And the only thing that's, that is stopping, you know, this total, I would say, truth blackout is us, right? It is the plebs. It is the individual content creator. And this time we are heavily armed with the soundest and best money that was ever freaking created. And that is Bitcoin, right? Before we couldn't do this, right? We didn't have the money. The government owned the money, but now we have our own money, right? So I think we're like in the, we're living through this moment of this great awakening. And it's, it's, what did you expect? Of course it was going to be chaos, <laughs> Completely. And, and we also have integrity on our side and we have truth on our side. I think it might be useful if you could just kind of pitch to us what Simply Bitcoin is, uh, what your goals are and how you're doing it and how it's going and a little bit more about that. That would be really helpful. Phil? Mm. Well, I think um, hmm, what our goals are. I, I think our, our goals are to, you know, to entertain, um, but also to educate, you know, yeah. like th- there's this kind of, um, you know, th- there's this kind of narrative around Bitcoin education where, you know, we are not trying to be like the fiat system. You know, the fiat system, you know, wraps itself up in a bow, you know, they put the tie on, the suit on, you know, the big bullshit businessman, you know, type of attitude, you know, and they're just going to sit there and screw you looking pretty, right? And you're going to take them seriously because they look serious, right? That, that's that's the whole entire narrative. And 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 for us, to a certain extent, you know, it, it's it's not about that. You know, we're not trying to bullshit anyone. Um, you know, we we support Bitcoin. We love Bitcoin. We're, it's, um, you know, like Nico was saying, you know, about the fact that it's, you know, the freedom enabling technology. And, and as you were, you know, mentioning as well, that's exactly right. You know, we believe in a Bitcoin future and we think that it just, it doesn't have to be full of shit. And so for us, we're just, you know, we're kind of taking it easy. And at the same time, we're, we're trying to inform people. Great. And so can you describe the show? So you've got a set kind of format in a way. I mean, you've got yeah. you've got all, all the bells and whistles of uh, the YouTube kind of clickbait stuff, uh, but a lot of humor and, and some real maximalist commentary and analysis that sort of kind of runs through it. Um, yeah. And, and so can you just break down the format of the show in terms of the sections? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So uh, essentially um, what we do is, is that we have, uh, you know, we have four sections, OK, like four main sections. And what we do is we start off with because we don't want to do technical analysis, but we start off with the price. You know, we just give some some basic price stuff that just gives us kind of like an intro to warm, you know, to warm up. Um, mm-hmm. And then we go into, you know, what we created, which was uh, the daily fail. We, we figured, you know, there was so much stuff to laugh about every single day on Twitter um, <laughs> that it may as well be a news segment. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, so we came up with the uh, the daily fail. And then after that, we, um, you know, we roll into the uh, the daily news. 
right? Which, uh, you know, which is uh, essentially just uh, data points uh, that are picked out, you know, to, um, you know, essentially explain the daily story of Bitcoin as it evolves. And uh, and then after that, our, the, the fourth segment is, you know, we, we try to keep people up to date with the websites and the software releases, okay? Like mm-hmm. software releases, it's really difficult, right? Like decentralization has, it's a double-edged sword. You know, like you, you know, it's it's not like Microsoft, you know, or Apple or something like that. You just go there and you get all your updates. You know, it, it's, mm-hmm. you know, when it comes to all these different projects, you got to go all over the place. So it's kind of difficult. Sure. Yeah. There's a bit more work involved. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, yeah. we try to give the software updates and we also try to keep people up to date on uh, some websites that, you know, they may not be aware of. Stuff that we find cool, you know? So, it, it, yeah, it's it's going to be stuff that we've at least, um, that we've at least taken a look at and, you know, uh, tried out. That's the other thing. If we ever mention any products, it's it's something that we've actually, something that we've tried or something that we actually own. So You forgot the meme review, Phil. Sorry? The meme review. Oh my God, the (laughs) meme review. How could I forget that? I am terrible. Yeah, so sorry, between the daily fail and the news is the meme review. I enjoyed the last, the last one I saw was with uh, Greg Zaj's meme of the 31K uh, kind of Panama, not, not the Panama Canal, the, the Suez Canal sort of boats and the pleb just trying to dig it out. That was, uh, that was great. That was great. Yeah, it, it, look, it, it seems like a joke, like memes seem like a joke, but they're just, they're so, they're very, they're highly effective propaganda. Okay. And um, it just goes back to what I was talking about, this information war, right, and controlling the narrative. It's this battle for people's minds, right, because Bitcoin at the end of the day is just an idea. Um, You know, memes play a very, very important part in that, right, because they inform people through humor in a very condensed version, something that image, just static images and something that a video or something that a piece of text can't just do on its own, right? And it's also a major part, it's a major component of Bitcoin culture as well, right? That, you know, we saw like, look, like no one was really doing that, you know, and it was just so important, right? It was just so important. So Phil and I are just like, we have to, we have to cover this somehow, but we also have to make it entertainment, entertaining for our audience member, right? So, it, it, it again, the meme review seems like a meme, but in fact, it's actually it's equally as important as, as the rest of the segments on the show. Hey, I completely agree. And so you're preaching to the converted here about the meme thing. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I love what you guys are doing with this kind of infotainment. Uh, and and it's, it's something that the central banks don't possess, you know, a sense of humor. Uh, and and it's, it's a tool which we possess in spades. And you guys are really pumping it out every single day, right? You're doing this every single day. Yeah, we, we try to do it Monday through Saturday, but we do awesome. miss some days. I travel a lot, so yeah. some to some days we, we miss because I'm, I have them like on the plane or just some super tired or something like that. But we, we, we've been ruthless. We've been relentless. We try to do it uh, awesome. six days a week as much as possible. And if, if we miss a day, it's because of me. It's not because of Phil. And so I'm looking at you now, and so can Nico with this big green screen behind you. And so can you explain that a little bit more? 
Yeah, welcome to the Simply Bitcoin studio. You know, my makeup <laughs> artist is in the other room. Um, Phil Phil still hasn't gone to the makeup yet, but I told him just a little bit of eyeliner, he'll do fine. I'm just kidding. It's just a green screen. Um, I record everything here, have the lighting, you know, and stuff like that. Phil has the same thing at his place. And uh, it's, it's pretty crazy that we're living in a time right now where we could do a show completely remote. You know, with someone hundreds of miles away and then it just coming together and the final product is just just very easy to watch. Great. Um, and so the graphics are awesome. Uh, the you can post-production or whatever you're using. What are you using to put it together? What are the tools that you're using to put it together? Uh, so I use an editing program called Premiere. Um, okay. The everything else is secret sauce, uh, but uh, but it's just a little bit of, of. I'll put it to you this way: it seems there's a reason that it's very easy to watch, and that takes a lot of hard work on Phil and I's part, um, a lot of coordination in terms of what funny things to add and how to transition and all of that. That's, that's what I feel comfortable with saying, Phil, do you want to add, add to that a little bit? Um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I really, you know, I, I really can't, it's just, you know, we, you know how it goes, right? When you're, when you're making some, because you're, you're like, I, I consider you very creative, you know, like I love, I, I love your work self-banked, uh, you know, it's some of my favorite just- stuff. <laughs> yeah, man, absolutely. Um, and you know, it, it's like when when you're just when you're being creative, right? You just you try to think of things that are funny to you. Like that's really what we do. Like we, you know, we try to stick to stuff that we find entertaining and yeah. and that and that we want to know about, and you know that that's important to us. So as long as we stick true to that material, right? That we're not just making material to churn out material for people. Um, then it's, you know, the, um, uh, the passion, the, I think like the, the passion comes through, right? Like you, you can actually tell you, you can tell when somebody is doing something with their heart, as opposed to when somebody is doing something because they have to do it. Completely agree. I mean, and so, as I said, I think you bring a lot of energy, the two of you, uh, and you know, you have the ability to entertain, you have the ability to, uh, kind of capture people's attention, uh, which, not all Bitcoiners have, but uh, I think this show does certainly kind of capture attention. Um, we really and, appreciate that, and yeah. we work really hard to to make that happen. And again, you know, it's it's about making the content easy to consume, so that yeah. you know the yeah. audience member, you know, after their long day at work or whatever, you know. Do they really, really want to listen to an hour-long podcast every single of day of the week? Yeah. yeah or yeah. would they rather just have their biases confirmed and laugh a little bit? You know, <laughs> you tell me. What would you would what would you watch every single day? Right. So so that's yeah. that's what we try to do, man. And we try to, you know, in, in dark times, um, like this this huge dip, you know, we we I, maybe we brought it up once or twice, you know, but mm. we don't talk about it. So, so it's like we're trying to get people not to focus so much on the price because it that's so saturated on YouTube. Everyone's like, "This is where the price is going. Yeah. This is where the price is going. Sure. This is where the price yeah. is going." Yeah. yeah. Well, we try to we try to like take away all the noise and just focus on the signal. Totally. Yeah, we've been in a price dip or a correction for a month and a half or two. But, you know, if you look at some of the other 
uh, kind of crypto projects out there, you know, they've been kind of decimated. So, so that more than anything else kind of validates maximalism as a culture and explains why we are the way we are and why we are so toxic and why people like you and a show like this is so relevant and so needed right now because because people are lost and uh, you know they're looking for store of value everywhere and they're not they're not getting the signal because we've got people like Elon Musk pumping shit so um, yeah I, I, I mean and to add to that, right, like, you know, it, that's why that's why toxicity and maximalism is so important, right? People might insult us. They might, you know, label they use that label to try to cancel our ideas. Right. But at the end of the day, if it wasn't for the taco maxi plebs just going after elon savagely right or calling out marathon group for example or like calling out charlie munger right or just calling out just like calling out the bs calling out the scammers who else would do it right who else would do it right you could say you could say like you could make the argument oh you guys are too mean you guys bully you guys okay fine we're imperfect instruments okay i could agree to that but what i'm trying to say is if we don't do it nobody else will right and there's a reason why we are the way we are we've been viciously attacked bitcoin plebs we've been viciously attacked for the last 12 years every single year this year it's china fud it's elon it's like man it's like it's it's crazy year after year someone wants to kill bitcoin doesn't kill it makes it stronger but we are the voice we we are the decentralized immune system we have to stand up and call out the bullshit because if we call out the bullshit it points people at least to the truth and if they're looking for the truth, and eventually they're going to find Bitcoin, right? So, so yeah, man. <laughs> preach, brother. Fucking preach. <laughs> this is why the show's so good as well, man. And, and and so you guys can both rant. Like you can really, you can really bring the fire. Um, <laughs> I can, I can just hear the passion. I mean, I think the show's going to go places. I really do. I think, I think it's going to pull a lot of listeners in. I think it's going to pull in a big audience. I think you're speaking the truth and you're very brave and you're putting it out there, you know, practically every day. So this is going places. I really think so. Really appreciate you saying that. Yeah, man, really appreciate it. You know, Um, I think it's going to be helpful. It'd be helpful to just what we, what we normally do on this pod is try and just get the story about the creator a little bit, a bit of the background on, on the creator themselves and, and kind of where they've come from, what maybe brought them, what, what kind of predisposed them to Bitcoin, their kind of journey into Bitcoin. It'd be really helpful if, if the two of you could just give me a kind of potted history of how and when and your path in Bitcoin. Uh, and so coin Icarus, Phil. Sure. Yeah, I'll go first. Um, so I, I really, um, you know, like my, my path, I th- I'd say is very typical, you know, heard about it several times uh, when it first, first came out. Cause I have a friend who was into uh, hacking dishes, you know, like satellite dishes. 
So, you know, he was a member of like different types of forums and he knew a little bit about cryptography. So he had told me about Bitcoin. And of course, like everybody else, you know, it's just garbage to me. You know, I was like, it's nerd money. Who cares? And then that's like, you know, that's probably around, you know, like 2012, 2013, uh, you know, heard about the, you know, obviously like Silk Road and stuff like that. Didn't pay attention to it. Um, but then um, I, I ended up moving and uh, I ended up um, as a result, I ended up having to turn to Bitcoin as a medium of exchange. Um, and that's when that was my first uh, exposure to Bitcoin, probably late. Um, it was probably yeah, it was like mid 2016. So for me at the beginning, I really um, I spent a lot of Bitcoin. Um, unfortunately, I didn't see it as a store of value. Uh, I just saw it as Internet money. Right. Like just using it as, as such. And it was awesome. And uh, yeah, on Unfortunately, that went on for, you know, quite a long time, you know, and I watched Bitcoin go from like, let's say, you know, 400 to like $2,000, 3000 bucks until it started to click as, you know, why is everybody buying this? Like, why is this so important? Like, I understand why I use it, but I didn't see why the increase in value, like I didn't get it. So as I started to go down the rabbit hole, I did not know anybody and I, um, had no signal whatsoever. So I immediately uh, fell down the shitcoin rabbit hole and did not know a- any difference. I-, I understood that Bitcoin, you know, like I-, I had read the white paper and I had understood the story. And this is like around now, like, you know, let's say early 2017. Um, so I-, I, in that pump, right, like that, that was all me getting wrecked with shitcoins. And I- I essentially after the, the, like the 2017, 2018, um, you know, pump and dump, so to speak. That's when, after I got totally wrecked, um, and I had lost, like probably for me at the time, because um, everybody has different amounts of you know money that are you know mm-hmm. high to them, uh, you know. And at the time, like uh, I had lost something like it was probably twenty two to twenty four thousand uh, dollars with shit coins, and I I had to you know I had to like take an inventory, right? Um, mm-hmm. I was doing something wrong, and I needed to to figure out what it was, you know. And I need to figure out like why did I come here in the beginning, right? I was fascinated with this internet money, Bitcoin, so. Yeah. That's what it was. Like I ended up sticking to that. And that was part of the reason why I started my original podcast, Fun with Bitcoin podcast, was because uh, originally I called it Fun with Crypto because I wasn't sure what the hell I was doing. And as I continued down the rabbit hole, I ended up changing the name to Fun with Bitcoin. And yeah, ever since, you know, it it, uh, it helped me continue to want to learn because I would mm-hmm. interview these people who would like say these bullish stories and it would make me want to dig a little deeper or they would say things that I wasn't thinking. So it would make me question. So, yeah, that's, uh, you know, and then uh, after that, you know, I guess like the, the rest is history until I until uh, Nico and I met, uh, which was uh I don't know how long ago we actually started talking about. We used to write each other on Twitter about nodes. He'd ask me questions about nodes, and I'd ask him questions. Um, and then I think we met on Bitcoin Kindergarten. Yes, I think cool. like that's really where we. I think that's really where we met. And then we ended up interviewing each other on each other's pods. Yep. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so here we are. So here we are. Here we are. Great. And so Nico. 
please. Yes, sir. Uh, my Bitcoin story. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> wow. Okay. So I'm going to start in 2008, and it's not because I bought Bitcoin any any around that time or anything. I wish, but it was mostly because that was 2008. The financial crisis was kind of the first domino uh, to fall. That eventually, you know, um, ended up sinking my dad's business. Um, I, I grew up uh, well off, right? So that was a shock to me, especially, you know, going from growing up uh, uh, in, in Spanish, we called it a golden crib, you know, to mm. having the realizations of what the real world is like at a later age, right? At the time, I was around 18, 19 years old, right? So seeing, you know, my 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 dad's business just collapse, uh, my parents declared back bankruptcy, um, my dad left us for a period of time. Uh, he left my mom with, I think it was $2,500 in cash and, uh, $120,000 in debt. Uh, it was, it was very, very, very dark. Right. And, um, I turned to drugs cause that's the only thing I knew how to do. I grew up on South beach. Um, and, um, and I was dating this, this, this girlfriend at the time and she, she, she was doing, she had an excellent career. She was making a lot of money. Um, she was modeling and um, so she kind of kept me in this bubble, right? But then one day I OD'd and I almost died. And um, she left me shortly after. And then that's really when I hit rock bottom. I, I, I had to go work a, a, win, a minimum wage job for a year. Um, and um, man, those are some dark times. But when you're in mm-hmm. dark times, you start to grasp at anything to get you out of there. So mm-hmm. one of those, like while I was working at this, it was a cell phone repair slash. It was weird. Like you took you took them apart. You take the screen. You sell the parts. It's it's, it's it was just labor work type of mm. you know very tedious and um, very depressing as well because you have to understand. I, I I grew up. My first car was was a Maserati. Okay, and you know, and I'm 23 or 24 years old, and I'm you know getting paid minimum wage, right? Like barely making friends ends meet, living on my friend's couch. And then my cousin came over from Venezuela, and he was like, "Yo, I have these machines, and they just print money." And I'm like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" I'm sorry, I don't know if I can curse on this, but I'm like, "What are you talking about?" Right? And um, and I said, tell me everything, tell me everything, you know. And he's like, look, it's Bitcoin machines. This is out of mine. This is whatever. I think I quit my job like shortly after I got everything I had. It's I had like $10,000 to my name. I got on a plane, went to Venezuela. My uncle was mining in Venezuela at the time. And I told him, I was like, I need to know everything you, everything you know. And he's like, I'm not going to pay you a dime. Right. And then slowly but surely, I just started putting everything I had and I owned and I made into Bitcoin 100 percent. Then 2017 came around and uh, the Venezuelan government started wising up and essentially we would be shipping uh, pallets of just machines to Venezuela and the customs, we would ask them like where they were and they would just say, we don't know. We have no idea, you know? So uh, later we would find out that they would, it's not that they would just seize it. Like the U S government would do it. They would just take them home themselves and start mining because everyone started to wise up. <laughs> and because it's a socialist country, the cost of electricity subsidized. So it's literally yeah. free. Yeah. So yeah. I had to relocate to South Carolina and uh, luckily through uh, one of, one of my mom's, 
real estate partners. Uh, we were looking through his portfolio of properties, and he happened to own this. He was a very wealthy individual. He happened to own this old pantyhose factory that had all the electrical infrastructure in place, and it had right. hot air extractors. Everything was already there, right? So we, I took the clients that were hosting with me. I took, I convinced a lot of them to come to South Carolina. We did that. Um, then 2017 came along, and I kind of got in Miami. There is this kind of like socialite scene, and a lot of the ICOs, the, the a lot of the ICO events, you know, used to go to the parties down here in Miami. So I'd kind of get involved in the shit coinery, even though I always knew because I got into Bitcoin directly from mining mm. that it was mm. superior. I knew that it was always superior. Mm. But I still dabbled in shit coins because I was the parties and whatever and this, this and that. And, uh, and then, of course, 2018 came around and, man, uh, mining went to shit. Um, I had to go back to uh, I had to go back to fiat mining. Um, I lost a ton of money on on, on shit coins <laughs> like we all did. I would have a lot more Bitcoin right now. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, and uh, man and but, you know, through 2018 and 2019, that was really I, it wasn't the rock bottom for my life, but it was like the rock bottom of my Bitcoin learning experience. Right. So I kept going on. I, I kept being the only one out of my friends and my group of friends that was Bitcoin only. Right. So I started a podcast called Crypto Creamers. Phil warned me about this, by the way. He knew it. I saw it in his eyes. He didn't want to vocally tell me, like, that's a bad idea. I've been there before. Don't do it. But he told me with his eyes. <laughs> so um, so I started a, a podcast with I was a Bitcoiner and my friend was the shitcoiner. And uh, we we had some disagreements, and um, so I had to rename the podcast. I took it myself. I changed it to the name of my mining company, and but at the same time, I still wanted to make content, right? So mm. um, I had Phil on on my show after meeting on Bitcoin Kindergarten, and I'm like, and man, he was the first person. Um, the, the first and only person that I ever considered doing it with because I said, look, I need someone that I can get along with um, and do something with every single day. And that's very important, right? Yeah. And I need someone who's also responsible and diligent, whatever. And I could assume those things based on how consistent he was with his podcast, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I told my girlfriend that day, I'm like, hey, I think I found the guy. And she's like, who? I'm like, his name is Phil. Should I ask him? Should I ask him? And she's like, yeah, go ask him tomorrow. And then the next day I was like, hey, do you want to do this with me? And if you look at our Simply Bitcoin channel right now and you go to the first episode, you can see we have no idea what the F we were doing. We had no clue. But uh, but again, it's like holding Bitcoin. We just kept going and we just kept hodling and we just yeah. kept creating. We just kept building. And uh, that's how we're here, man. But it's been an epic freaking journey. And do Dude, I'm telling you, one of the best things that has ever happened to me is also finding Bitcoin because Bitcoin is what gave me purpose. But it was also meeting Phil in the process because simply Bitcoin wouldn't be anything without Phil. Needs That's beautiful. That is beautiful. Because and so I'm wondering, and so how many people are going to be on your team in a few years time uh, and, and, and how much this is going to grow? We have three right now. You have three um, right now. Okay. We have we have Phil and I, and then yeah. my little sister that I have her on the payroll doing all the 
the the B work. And so doing something on your own within Bitcoin is fun, but to start to collaborate with other people, I think takes it to a new level. Like uh, what you guys are doing, what we're doing with twenty oneism, just having to you know to be responsible to this other group of people on a regular basis and working for a common commission. Uh, is is a great feeling, you know. I I, I really enjoy that, and I'm sure it's, you do too. I mean, the chemistry comes across. Yeah, it's you know, it, there's something that you know, and this is something that Nico talks uh, a lot about uh, as well. Like we talk about like off camera, right? And it's it's about bringing people value. Mm-hmm. You know, like if if you're doing something every single day, and you know, it's not bringing any value. To anyone, then it, then you're, you're probably you know maybe you're not doing maybe there's something you're not doing right maybe you're not maybe your heart isn't into it you know like maybe you're not really passionate about this you know and you're just kind of forcing it or something like that so it's it's very important you know and again this goes back to the whole you know we do it because it makes us happy so because it makes us happy and it brings us value mm-hmm. we feel that it's going to bring you know others value and that's really look at the end of the day that's really what matters. And so what are you hoping to achieve with the show? World domination. World domination. Yeah. Uh, To be be signal amongst the noise. Um, (laughs) But there is some truth in every joke. And uh, yeah, man, we, we, we we definitely want to, of course, you know, like, it's not that, look, it's not that we want to dominate the Bitcoin YouTube space. It's literally that we just want to like overpower the shit coins noise, right? Okay. Like that's, that's what, that's what we want, right? We want more Bitcoin only content creators on YouTube. Yes. That would be phenomenal, right? Yeah. Unfortunately, right now, right? What you're getting is very specific type of Bitcoin content, right? But you look at the shit coin, I don't know if I can curse. I'm like, yeah, I'm so sorry. Of course you can. Cuss, yeah. Okay. The shitcoin shit channels, okay, they're very sneaky. They're very, very sneaky. Okay. They know how to market themselves very well. Mm. If you compare mm. that to the Bitcoin channels, the shitcoin channels are just doing much better. They're just doing much better thumbnails. They're doing much better marketing. They're doing much better captivating titles. And look, uh, Casey Neistat says it the best. He's like, click uh, clickbait is okay. As long as the content is good, right? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, we try to do. We try to use their tricks, right? We yeah. try to use the catchy thumbnails. We try to use the hyperbolic uh, titles. But once you tune into simply Bitcoin, you're getting pure signal because we don't we we don't speculate. We don't talk about where we think the price is going, right? Mm-hmm. We only talk about things that literally you can confirm yourself, right? In fact, we, we tell you a lot, like, listen, don't trust us. Go go and do that. You, you'll start to see it, especially when we started talking about the Build Back Better, Phil. Remember that? Like, <laughs> and it was like every single politician. We got a video of every single politician around the world literally saying, build back better. And we're, we're asking that. ourselves, it's like, why the hell are they all saying the same thing? It's not a coincidence. Okay. What the hell's going on? Then we saw a video of Klaus Schwab 
the Davos Great Reset guy saying some people call it a Great Reset, uh, some people call it uh, Builds Back Better, but it's the same, you know. And it's like, why the like, who the hell is pulling the strings, you know? So we just want to shine line, shine light on that, you know. And when we do those types of episodes, we try not to put our opinions in, you know, because it's just shows it's so shocking on its own that we don't need to say anything. You know, it speaks for itself. You guys are quite opinionated there. <laughs> and I like that. <laughs> Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, actually, there was there was also something I, I wanted to add, you know, about about our channel. Uh, another thing that that's pretty unique, like a lot of people do this right um, because they, they want to, you know, they want to get, you know, as many advertisers as they can or they want to get, you know, well, whatever it is. Right. Like they just want to become like a giant marketing machine. And absolutely. Right. There, I, there's nothing wrong with making money. OK, like that's the, the people that spout that narrative. Like, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, every single person needs to eat. There's nothing wrong with getting paid for providing value. What there is something wrong with is shilling absolute garbage. OK, to unsuspecting noobs and getting them to buy services and crap that they don't need. So for us. To be perfectly honest, we're actual, you know, we we actually practice what we preach. We're actual hodlers. Like, we don't really give a shit. So mm-hmm. we actually do get to say whatever we want because we're not bought and paid for. You know what I mean? If our sponsors, right, like if I, if our, you know, our one sponsor, right, Crypto Cloaks, you know, he, he's an awesome dude. He's a fellow Bitcoiner. He's just as toxic as we are. You know, if he doesn't agree with something that we're saying, like, he'll just come and tell us. And, you know, we'll we'll tell him our point of view as well. And it's we have no problem with that. I mean, if you know, if he was to walk away, that would be unfortunate. But at the end of the day, you know, like it's about Bitcoin. It's not about us, mm-hmm. you know, and that's mm-hmm. that's the same thing for him. You know, like that's the same way that, that he feels. He makes a fantastic product and, and, and it's about Bitcoin and it's about the community that it's building. Completely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, dude. It's 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 about the message, not the messenger, which I think a lot of people forget on Twitter. Yeah. Um they they like to make it about the messenger. Uh but no, it's about the message. Um that's important. And one thing that, you know, because of Phil and I's situation, um, we can't be bought. Okay. So like you could offer us, you know, five hundred million dollars tomorrow. Um, and we've had like conversations about this at length, you know, uh, to shill, you know, whatever thing we don't uh, ethically agree with, and we will not take that money, right? We don't like look. It, it, we've look, gotten offered to shill all kinds of crap already. <laughs> look, <laughs> look, I'll, I'll put it to you this way, and I'll be very frank. Like, look, look, it, it, instead of you know getting wealthy tomorrow, we'll just get wealthy over time because that's what Bitcoin allows you to do long mm. time preference. Right. And yeah. we would rather keep our souls and our dignity and take the narrow path than you know, sell yourself to shill BlockFi or yeah. what was it? Coin mine, right? Just garbage yeah. products that everyone knows are garbage, man. Coin mine is literally, it's, it's, a, it's a, it's a cheap GPU that's years old that's housed in a very nice casing. So it makes you feel like you're mining Bitcoin <laughs> and pop goes on to his hundreds of thousands of followers. I think he's almost at a million and he has the audacity yeah. to be like, uh, pop, this is your boy. And he has stake in the company also, right? He has nothing to lose, mm-hmm. right? This is pop your boy, pop's got your back. Like, dude, it's like, you're just lying. Pop doesn't have your back. 
It's like, I don't know you. I don't know who you are, bro. It's got like, you why, why are you asking? Why are you saying pop has your back? No, you don't. You're shilling me garbage, you know? And there's so much of that on YouTube. There's so much. It's crazy, dude. Sure, so, sure. so we're trying to do it differently. And I think, and I'm not going to give Phil and I too much credit. I just think that it's because Phil and I are orange pilled. And it goes back to the thing that you don't change Bitcoin, Bitcoin changes you, right? So we're, we're building this channel with this idea of like, yo, principles matter, yeah. right? Reputation matters, okay? The truth is, is essential. There, you mm-hmm. can't even when, we, even when we mess up, right? When our, when our fans call us out. Right. Like Taproot. I, we made a mistake reporting that. Yeah, I think we got 10 people to unsubscribe from our channel. We got a, we got a bunch of hate in the comments. Dude, we corrected it the next day. We made sure we were diligent. Right. Because we don't care because the, the fiat, the fiat Again, it's is not about us. <laughs> exactly. The fiat mentality would have been like, you know, like, oh, we're not going to retract that. We're the New York Times. We're the, you know, we're Fox News. We're just, Next day, we're like, yo, guys, we fucked up. OK, this is where we fucked up. You know, and I think that's so important in a world yeah. full of lies. Right. The truth becomes like this lighthouse of hope. And man, you know, like we're trying to be like we're trying to build up that tiny little white house, lighthouse because we're, we're tiny right now. We'll make it big one day, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> and so the community does like to challenge each other. Right. We we yeah. don't mince our words. We go at each other hard like you just went to pomp for his hypocrisy. And uh, plebs attacked you guys for Taproot. I mean, Jesus, I hope never, no one ever asks me about Taproot. It's like, <laughs> it's it's a pretty dangerous area to go into for someone who doesn't know the weeds that well. Um, yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, it's tough. But I mean, we're prepared to be called out on it, right? We're prepared yep. to respect the truth and to put our egos to one side and to move on and to learn. Um, well, maybe not everyone, but... <laughs> Naming well, no names. We're, we're more concerned with being we're more concerned with being accurate uh, than yes. than it being a a popularity contest. Yeah, you know. So it, it like Nico was saying, if we get called out. Like that's perfectly fine, you know. And we'll we'll go and pivot because we'll see that what the information is, and we'll report it, you know, accurately. And so, where did the inspiration and the ideas and the techniques kind of come from that you've? put together um are there any particular influences that you guys had in mind uh so influences like what influenced the show yeah in terms of the format and the style the presentation um, i mean you've clearly done a lot of uh kind of thinking about what so you want to achieve so a major influence and and i really look up to this guy and i know phil's got his two examples, so I don't want to take it from him, right? Because he loves that. So I'm not going to say <laughs> that. But a major influence for me for Simply Bitcoin, and man, I've, I've looked up to this guy, you know, and I, I know that you shouldn't have to do this in Bitcoin, but I admire what he's been able to do. But I do realize that he's human. Um, I love the Kaiser Report. It is a 25-minute cool. show, you know, um, and Max has been, uh, dude, that guy's been saying buy Bitcoin since 2010. You know, it's mm. literally the same message. You know, I, I know that he took uh, a little shitcoin route uh, there in between all that. But I think all of Real us good. have. We all have. Uh, but man, so far, uh, you know, that that was a major inspiration for me for Simply Bitcoin, the Kaiser Report. What about you, Phil? 
Um, I think, and I think this is true for both of us. But I, I think, I, I think Tucker Carlson is <laughs> really, <laughs> yeah, That's absolutely. Interesting. Tucker Carlson is definitely a, a huge, I, I'd say, like a huge influencer. But like, not just him, but like this, this type of style, right? This, this yeah. kind of like funny you know, entertaining news. Like you'll notice, right, because of our structure, it really is like a news channel, you know? Yes. So like that, that that's what it is. But it's its also entertaining news. So it's not just the the boring. And actually, this kind of goes back to something way at the beginning that, that you were talking about that I, I wanted to say. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, money was made boring on purpose, I, I find. You know, like yeah, anybody yeah. who ever did like economics in school or something, sure, you'll have a couple of people that were fascinated by it or something like that because they, you know, like I became fascinated by stocks, you know, like I'm 42. So for me, there was a whole lifetime before Bitcoin of trying to make outsized gains and trying to beat inflation, right? And stocks was essentially, right, you have stocks, you have real estate. And, you know, if you wanted to play it safe, you'd buy gold, bonds, you know, something like that. Anyways, so... You know, money was made very boring, very complicated, right? You you had yeah. to be a person in a suit. You had to be somebody who went and learned this entire new jargon and everything like that, okay? And it was, I, I believe it was made like that on purpose. So for us, like that goes back to, you know, fast forward to where we are, you know, now with this conversation. That's one of the things that we wanted to get that was part of our, you know, part of the allure of our show that we would not be this kind of like boring stuck up thing that we would be able to show the humor in it. And, Mm -hmm. you know, because again, right, like, I'm sorry, but, you know, money is time materially. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it's Mm -hmm. the storing of our time. So, you know what? Um, It's important, but Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be something boring and unattractive that you don't want to deal with. Mm Mm-hmm. And that, and I think that that's something that we kind of you know that that we're doing our best to you know to undo right mm-hmm. actually make it entertaining make it worth watching right like you should want to know about it you know it it should be important you know not just important to you but it should be something that like you enjoy learning about because this is where you're storing your value where you're storing your value is incredibly important because your time is the most finite asset. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and to add to what Phil was saying, on top of that, if you listen to us, you will be significantly wealthier, <laughs> period. No. We're not like, financial advice, though. It's not financial advice, but we tell you. It's like just buy and hold Bitcoin. If you listen to what we – like this, and, and we try to give examples of so why you know, shitcoin is a bad idea. We try to call out you know, the, the, the farce that is central bank digital currencies. Like we try to shine line on it, shine light on every of that. And our message is always just like, dude, just buy and hold Bitcoin. You know, Mm -hmm. it speaks for itself, Mm -hmm. right? Like while all the other YouTubers are like, if you buy Matic or like, I can't even like, uh, shitcoin 55 and shitcoin 67, they're going to go pump a hundred X and Siacoin and this and that and that and this and this and that's like mad gains, you know? And it's like, but if you follow them, like if you follow them over a long period of time, you're going to lose a f ton of money. If you just if you just buy Bitcoin and hold it, which is what we want to do, that's why we skip over the number section so far. We literally skim over it. I think we say the price one time in the entire show. You know, so yeah. look at look at a shitcoin monthly chart. Okay, put like you know almost any shitcoin you want up on one of those charts. 
and you'll see this exact same thing, okay? You put it up on a monthly chart on TradingView, and what you will see are scam wicks, giant scam wicks. So it's a flat line, scam wick, back down, <laughs> flat line, scam wick, back down. And you'll notice that the scam wicks are the timing is during the Bitcoin pumps. But you see, sure. when we go back down, Bitcoin yeah. doesn't go nine, minus 98%, 99% like the shit coins do. Mm-hmm. So it starts from a, yeah, it goes down, but it starts from a higher level than all yeah. of those shit coins did. Those those just go all the way back down to where they were. Nothing. Yeah. And then they and then again when Bitcoin pumps, the idiots come back. They sell the narratives, the tech. This is so much faster. You get so many more transactions. All this. It's it, it's all hocus pocus. Nobody's using it. Okay. Like nobody cares about more transactions. Like that actually doesn't matter on the base layer. That's why there's so many people that are bullish about Lightning. Because we understand that the speed of transactions doesn't need to be at the base layer of money. Mm-hmm. You know, don't get me wrong, but the, our current banking system, if you take out the fractional reserve banking and all the shenanigans and the bullshit and all this stuff, right? Accurately, you know, uh, keeping a ledger, right, at its core is the correct function. Right. Like nobody ever took that yeah. away from the from the banking system like that is correct. Yes. A ledger. This is correct. All the shenanigans on top are absolute bullshit. So Bitcoin, you know, Bitcoin has that same part of the structure, which is correct. But the only difference is, is that it's solid. It solidifies that structure from fuckery. OK, mm. it takes mm. us out of the factor from, you know, uh, it takes us out of screwing with that layer so that we can confidently build on the layers above and what we're hoping for is better quality solutions to the problems we have today in fiat and what fiat has helped create. Hell yeah. So it's all about getting that message out to as many people as we can. Mm. Who is the market? Who is the intended market for your uh, show? And how, are you, and how are you trying to push it into we- those markets and beyond so we are very niche, okay? We have yeah. a very niche show, um, but that's on purpose. Um, <laughs> and look, if you want to find us, you will find us. Um, if you don't want to find us, you, you won't want to find us, right? But the way that we've been structuring the show, right, is we are the opposition group to the Bitcoin establishment slash influencer circle. Right. So like, you know, what Pomp is tweeting out, what Peter McCormack is tweeting out, what Dan Held is tweeting out, like you made such a big deal uh, about getting a blue check mark. And then I tweeted out like literally like right after I'm like, look, having a blue check mark makes me trust you less, not more. Mm -hmm. Me, Me and Phil joke about this all the time on the show. Right. It's like so like we want to it's like, look. What the hell is the whole point of Bitcoin and it becoming the better money and becoming the whole global reserve currency if it just replaces an old group of elites with a new group of elites, right? What Bitcoin allows you to do is you don't need elites anymore, bro. You don't need that anymore, right? So again, we're just we're just the oppositional voice. Now I suspect, right, that over time people see the truth. They see the truth. I think that human beings innately want to seek the truth, right? So I think that over time, again, we're not selling our souls to grow very quickly, 
but the growth that we the growth that we have had is based on a very solid foundation because mm. the viewers that come and watch our show based on our data they come back the next time and they come cool. back the next time and they come back the next time right Unlike, for example, if you're like Trayvon James or whatever, all those guys that were just shilling BitConnect and all that garbage, right? They grew very fast, but then they came down very quickly, right? So if you if you want to build something to last, you have to build it on truth. You have to build it on good principles, on good ethics, right? So again, we would rather take the slow right as a slow route and do it do it right than take the short route and do it wrong. And sell our souls in the process. And I just want to add, I just want to add to what Nico is saying. Um, another aspect of it, even though we're very niche, um, at the same time, we also because of because of the lightheartedness of the yeah. show, we we appeal to noobs. We appeal to a more general. So this is the thing, right? This goes back to like the the wanting to come across as the all seeing eye in Bitcoin. You know, the oracle in Bitcoin. I know everything. I know. You know. Listen, look. I I you know I, I've listened to hundreds of technical podcasts. They're very dry. Mm-hmm. They're very boring. Okay, you're yeah. not gonna. I'm sorry, but you're you're not gonna orange pill. A lot of people with all of that stuff. What's going to happen is a, a certain percentage of people are going to feel very stupid listening to it. And guess what? We make people feel pretty smart. Yep. Yeah. Because we're the idiots yeah. on the camera. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. so it's like we're having, you know, it's like we're having fun. It's lighthearted. And at the same time, we're providing information, right? Like a person doesn't want to watch something and feel stupid. People mm-hmm. don't enjoy feeling stupid. Well, there's yeah, some people yeah. who maybe do it for, you know, a fetish or something like that. But in general, most people don't feel don't want to feel stupid. And and that's where we come in, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like we help them not feel stupid. And look, this isn't so bad. Yes, this is technical, but look at us, you know? <laughs> But I mean, so I agree that you're, you know, you have your niche and it's almost a niche within a niche. Uh, so wait, let me, let me, hold on. Let me, let me yep. rephrase that because I feel like niche wasn't, okay, so... <laughs> let, let me so let me so let me let me describe it a little bit a little bit more detailed okay because we are doing something new right it, yeah. the analogy that i'm going to give is try selling sushi to americans in the 1950s they're going to be like what the f is that what do you mean raw fish what does that even mean <laughs> right so over time you had to develop the market right yeah because we are doing something different Right. This isn't a market that's already developed and established. Right. It's a new market. Right. All of this is very new. So you need to build you need to be the guy in the front building that. Right. Mm. And eventually, you know how it is with everything. One day it's niche and then it becomes mainstream. And then again, the cycle repeats itself. Then there's new content that becomes niche and then becomes mainstream. Right. So we are niche right now. But five years from now, ten years from now, again, we like we're going to keep our principles, we're going to keep our morals. But I don't know if I, I don't know if we'll I'll be able to say if we're still niche, right? But right now, in this moment in time, yes, we are very niche. Despite that, you've got an appeal to noobs because of the style of the show and the humor and the energy and the presentation of the show that I think. Is, is likely to grow and grow. I mean, it looked to me like at the Miami conference, Bitcoin Magazine recognized the potential of Simply Bitcoin. And that's why you guys got quite a bit of exposure. 
which is very bullish, I think, for Simply Bitcoin. Look, I'll give you a little scoop, just a little taste, okay? <laughs> Phil, might a scoop. Phil, Phil might murder me a little bit for this. Um, Dead to me. Uh, <laughs> I'll put it to you this way. The establishment does not like us, but they respect the hell out of us. That's all I'm going to say. Cool. Yes. Do we need to talk about um, Eric Voorhees or not? Who? Oh, the no, who? Uh, you know, uh, you know the evil, the evil elf. Listen, man. Look, he he owns a shitcoin exchange, bro. Of and then this guy goes on like he owns a shitcoin exchange, and I'm he going never there. Have been there. Bitcoin is Bitcoin is freedom money, and then this guy's like, "No, you can't tell that to my customers, or else they will buy my shit." Like, of course he's going to say that. Anyways, Phil, you're going to say something before I cut you off. I'm sorry. No, 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 not at all. I, I was just going to exactly just confirm what you're saying. You, you know, at the end of the day, these guys, their business, right? Like the Winklevi and and Eric, and you know, like guys like uh, what's his name there, the other one, uh, Jesse Powell, and all these. Mm. Look, they they're, they all make. CZ, right? They make tons. They make millions of dollars off of all of these shitcoin transactions, okay? They completely understand that none of them are Bitcoin. I, at least I hope they do, right? I, I, I hope they do because of the amount of business they do in the space. I assume the better of that, that they do understand this. But unfortunately, their desire, right, to be, you know, the richest guy in the room or whatever it is that motivates them, right, to collect all the leaves as quickly as they can, They'll, they'll sit there and they shitcoin, you know? And they, like at the end of the day, they can, you know, people could sit there and try to, I, I hate the whole uh, like, oh, it's a net positive, you know? He's, he's doing good for Bitcoin. It's like, no, how, how is that good for Bitcoin? You bring somebody in that doesn't have this foresight, doesn't have this understanding, okay? They're, they're coming from, let's say, hard times. They're coming from maybe a background where they don't have very much, right? And they, they want to make a simple decision. I, I do want to take a risk for my future, but I want to take as an accurate risk as I can. Mm. Which one, you know, which one do I take? Right. Mm. And, you know, we are going to sit there and we're going to talk about Bitcoin. But the majority of the noise is coming from shitcoins because this is mm. money out of thin air. Bitcoin isn't money out of thin air. As Nico has taught me a lot about mining and, and hash rate and the amount of money that it costs to run all the machines and everything like this. Right. Like, it, Bitcoin's value does not come from nowhere, okay? People mm. are putting value in. There's blood, sweat, and tears that's going into Bitcoin. There is none of that shit going into shitcoins. So it is purely the fiat system in the digital realm. It's money out of thin air, and it doesn't work. So these people are being totally disingenuous. Yeah, yeah. And you're keeping them in check, guys. I like it. Doing what we can, man. <laughs> Doing what we can. And so have you got any plans for the show? Any plans to add new sections? Any plans to collaborate with any people? Bring in any guests or kind of develop the format? Look, one of the one of the very unique things about our show that maybe you have or have not noticed is that people come to watch Simply Bitcoin to watch me and Phil. They don't come for our guests. <laughs> Just in so fact, weird. In fact, our, our, our videos point. our videos with guests do generally worse than our videos of just me and Phil, right? So um, are we going to change the format? No, the format's going to stay absolutely the same way. The only thing that I want to improve, but only when the amount of subscribers justifies the effort, 
um, since we are doing all this for free um, as, as of right now. Um, of course, we have Crypto Cloaks as sponsors, but the amount of time that you're spending, yeah, right. the, amount of, the amount of time you're getting compensated, yeah. you know, it's, it's, all, it's basically free. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I feel like once we get to, you know, perhaps 10,000 subscribers, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll increase the production value. So it'll be a 1080p video. Uh, the sound will be better. Perhaps we'll get better microphones, stuff like that. But, uh, overall, like, I think you never know, like organically something might come up and we might, you know, you know, we might change it a little bit. The meme Lords came on the other day and they completely disrupted our scoring system and we had to come up with a new scoring system. So, you know, we're going to go with the flow. But so far, we're extremely mm-hmm. happy. And, uh, yeah, man, let's see what the future holds. Cool. So, did you want to – I'm sorry. Did you want to also just add about the other thing that we were talking about possibly starting? Oh, yeah, or sure. No? Uh, there's no, there's no real, there's no real big idea yet, but we were, we were starting to look at, uh, a long, a long format show as well. Great. But really there's no development on that yet. Right. Yes. We, we will, we'll definitely, definitely, we're going to do it differently. Um, we're going to do it right. Um, we're going to make it entertaining. Um, Mm. so, uh, but yeah, that's definitely, Definitely in our plans, and we got much bigger plans as well. Um, definitely, you guys will you, you guys will be pleasantly surprised. Uh, just uh, check us out. Check out Simple. I'm Bitcoin. sure. I'm sure. I mean, it, also at the moment, and so you're doing this alongside your kind of fiat mining jobs. Are you? You're kind of juggling stuff. Mm-hmm. Are you hoping? Are you? Can, can you? Um, and so you're you're working towards a point where you might be doing this kind of full time. That's I part do, of the dream. I, so I do Bitcoin full time. I you do Bitcoin full time. Yes, my main business is we host miners, um, yep. and uh, you know I make make some of my income through that. Then I also own a couple of real estate properties, collect income through that, and I also just started a startup, which is not doing so well. It, it was it started off doing super well, <laughs> then it just ah, so uh, that yeah. kind of hurts. But I it's started, gonna come back. It's gonna come back. But uh, I started selling stone crabs. So um, so that- yeah, man. Stone crabs. It's like stone these crabs. These are these special, old prehistoric. Uh, dude, there's these creatures. crabs. There's these yeah. crabs in the Florida Keys, and they're only in the Florida Keys, and they're delicious. And people travel from all over the world to come eat them, but no one was selling them online, and no one was right. selling them over the summer, which was off season, because no one wanted to freeze them. So I'm like, okay, right. let me just start a website and just start selling these things online. And in the beginning, it was doing phenomenal. <laughs> and then uh, 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 someone who was managing the company <laughs> made a couple of mistakes, <laughs> and it's not doing so good right now. But uh, but hopefully, you know, when the season picks up again, uh, it'll have a happy ending. Cool. Well, I hope so. I mean, um, also, it'd be good to get your guys' take on where you see things now in Bitcoin and uh, the foreseeable, the next couple of months, have you got any predictions about where we're going, what's happening, your general mood, the the projects you're most interested in within Bitcoin, the things that Hmm. you're most uh, kind of focused on? Hmm. Okay, I'll uh, I'll go first, I guess. All right, so, uh, I mean, I, I don't like to do any price predictions, so that because like I'd be wrong anyways. I'd be wrong anyways. <laughs> but like, 
I'm I, I'm cautiously optimistic as to the uh, as to the uh, like let's say the next six to eight months. Um, but in terms of in terms of projects, um, you know what the the only I don't know if I'm necessarily you know what I'm I'm always I'm always bullish on my node. Okay, I'm always bullish on their project. Cool. Um, I, I totally love their their you know their, their UI how they package it. Um, mm-hmm. I know that a lot of people are raving about the Umbrella node. Um, yeah. You know, so and then of course there's the Raspy Blitz. You know, like which 100. You know what I mean? Like the Raspy Blitz is also an amazing project. So those three projects, I always mention them because I, I think that it's important uh, people learn about you know running a Lightning node. Yes. Um, and I also really love uh, the uh, the Spectre wallet, the do-it-yourself one. I, I got one. I also got the parts to make my own, but I also wanted the one with the official case. I wanted to see how they put this thing together. Cool. I'm a sucker for parts. I'm a huge sucker <laughs> for all that stuff. Microcontrollers and everything, I, I kid you not. You want to get me to flush money down the toilet? That's all it takes. <laughs> um, between that and swag... I'm done. Like I, I'd be broke. Um, but yeah, like that's yeah, that's pretty much uh, that's pretty much what I'm bullish about. You know, I'm I'm bullish about Lightning because we don't understand. And I say this a thousand times over: none of us have any clue what the true implications are of any of this. Okay. No. Everybody only thinks they know. We all just think that we do. You know, we look at the past, we look at a couple of sci-fi movies, we think of some books we read, and we try to theorize, right, and project. Yeah. But none of us have any idea. So and and so lightning if it wasn't for lightning we wouldn't have El Salvador. Nope. You know? We would not. I mean That's a very good point. That we was an emergent kind of property of lightning. But I'll make all these things that we could never kind of foresee but they're just they're happening anyway. Yeah. No, lightning is phenomenal, but I'll also make a confession. Uh dude, I don't use it at all. Like I just use on-chain. Uh and I don't mind paying the highest fees either. Because I'm just paying myself because I mine, right? So I really don't care. Um, so for me, in my specific instance, uh, mm-hmm. Lightning, I just haven't had a chance. You know, my friends are always like, dude, send me the thing. It's a $20 payment. And I'm like, no, dude, let me just send it to you on chain. They're like, the fees. I'm like, dude, it's not a problem. You know, so for me, I haven't had uh, the chance to like really, like actually, I've used Lightning before, uh, but I haven't had the chance to like really dig deep like Phil has and a lot of people have and I'll probably get butchered for saying this but it's the truth. It mm. you know what that okay so hold on to Nico's point right there's a lot of bitcoiners and this is perfectly fine. There's no judgment on this. I I, I personally couldn't care less because I use a lot of on-chain myself but I also use Lightning as well. So there's a lot of bitcoiners that haven't really used Lightning yet. And that's hey look that's perfectly fine. You know, yeah. it's uh, it, it's it, to each you know uh, to each person in their time. You know, like I yeah. I personally I I forget. Uh, I think what was it? What encouraged me to use Lightning uh, to actually use it for the first time was the Lightning Trust Chain. Mm. You know, like I I had I, I had downloaded a Lightning Wallet right, and I and I had started to get all these things together. I even had a node. I had I had the Casa node even before that, but I. I really hadn't started to to do anything with it, and what got me to like start to actually learn was that I had to take a I had to take a transaction on the Lightning Trust chain, and I had to send one. So yeah. that forced me, you know, I had no choice. Yeah. So well, and so the mining landscape at the moment is incredibly interesting. 
Dude. Dude, like, goodness me, like, we're in flux right now. I mean, and so how do you see this as a minor? Dude, uh, look, this was a 50% look. Okay, uh, let me just back up a sec. (laughs) Whoever says that Bitcoin is controlled by China or that Bitcoin isn't decentralized or Bitcoin isn't that whatever or Bitcoin uh, could be taken down by a nation state. You just got proved wrong, bro, because Mm. the nation state with the biggest percentage of the hash rate just shut it down. And I think the Bitcoin network is still working just fine, right? So look, so it's showing, right, the power of this network, how resilient it truly is, okay? Short term, it's going to be bumpy, okay? Mm -hmm. Over the long term, it's going to decentralize the hash rate across the world. It's very good, right? And it's gonna chill. It's gonna kill the China fud and the climate fud, right? Which is like uh, all these all these uh, power plants in Shui and Shui Huan or whatever were coal powered, um, and that w- a lot of the hash rate was coming from them. Now that that was made illegal by the Chinese government by the CCP, right? So mm. you know, they, look at the end of the day, ten years from now, I guarantee you that on a on a geostrategical level. China is going to regret letting freedom money's hash rate, oh, yeah. computational power, securing the network go outside of its borders, right? They're yeah. going to regret that very badly. Now, mm. the short term, okay, historically, the hash rate is a leading indicator to the price. So l- let me explain. Usually, when the halving occurs, right, I, I know that. The price of Bitcoin is going to is going to go go higher if after the having, right? If after the having, the hash rate continues to go up, right? What happened in China was like this artificial event that came out of nowhere. It wasn't because the market spoke and said we want to stop mining. It was because it was an artificial. Like it was it was it was something out of the network that forced the hash rate to crash the way it did. Right. Mm -hmm. So we're heading into uncharted territory, in my opinion. Now, is it going to negatively affect the price? I don't know, because, again, it wasn't market forces that pushed the hash rate down. It wasn't the market speaking. No, that's true. It was was government intervention, Mm -hmm. right? So what I want to see, because I've never seen this before, this is uncharted territory for me. I have no idea. I called Phil the other day. I'm like, Phil, what's happening? You know? Um, And dude, like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, like no one fucking knows what's happening, but but we're we're in uncharted territory, you know? And look, I'll tell you something. Sailor's floor, okay, is $26,000. 26,000. Okay. We're awfully close. If the price of Bitcoin goes below $26,000, sailors in the red, sailor can be ousted by his board by making the decisions that he's making. Oh, so shit, man, don't scare me with this bullshit. There is a lot on the line right now, and the hash rate happened to fall all at the same time. Now, is it coordinated? I have no idea. But I'll tell you something. 
I don't believe in conspiracies, but I also don't believe in coincidences. Okay. And this is, this is just all just, you know, Elon and the thing, it all happened. Why did it happen all at once? It's like, you know, it's just like, it's just, it's, it's obvious, man. It's just, it's obvious. I guess it's obvious to the people that are paying attention. Right. So that's how Mm -hmm. I feel about the hash rate now in terms of security. And then I'll shut up. Um, is the Bitcoin network less secure? Theoretically, yes. Is it feasible to actually attack Bitcoin with the hash rate that's left? Hell no. Hell no. Um, like literally, it's literally almost impossible. And the, the reason that I want to say it's not impossible is because theoretically it is possible, but economically it's unfeasible. It's impossible. It's yeah. impossible. Mm-hmm. Economically, mm-hmm. it's impossible. That I could say. Right. So let's see what happens. It's, it's really exciting. Um, it's really see. exciting. Yeah. Let's I mean, see what clearly, happens. And so once again, we're in uncharted uh, kind of waters here. Like we always are, for God's sake. Um, we, we're, we're always making it up as we go along. But we are living in fascinating times. And what we're seeing in Central and possibly come South America soon is um, a kind of validation of the reason why we Bitcoin. And freedom money coming out of China, that never made much sense anyway. So now we've got freedom money being mined by volcanoes with countries that are going places from the bottom up, grassroots. It's cool. It's amazing. It's beautiful. It's amazing. It's it beautiful. is. It is. Great, guys. Is there anything else you guys wanted to throw out there to, to tell us about the show before we sort of wrap this one up? It's been really great talking to you. Man, it's it's been a pleasure. And I just want to give a shout out, man, uh, to, to you guys, to 21ism. Uh, you guys have some amazing art. So, uh, so I, I, I really appreciate what you guys do. We've definitely you. featured you guys multiple times on Simply Bitcoin. So, uh, so yeah, I, we all have a role to play, and you guys we are do. absolutely killing it. Um, but, anyways, if if you guys, uh, you know, uh, liked Phil and I's voice in that in that that rare chance, uh, definitely consider subscribing to Simply Bitcoin. Uh, episode drops Monday through Saturday, so you can catch us there. Just search Simply Bitcoin on youtube and we'll be the first ones to pop up but uh thank you so much for having us man appreciate it thank you it's been great guys it's been a real pleasure and so thank you so much much. much.